So we had these when I was a kid. <laughs> we had these back massagers, right? Mm-hmm. And one day I was curious. Slapped it on my dick, right? <laughs> Damn. Just vibrated the jizz out. <laughs> Happened real easy. Right? So that <laughs> I was still trying to figure out the best way to do it at that time of my life, right? Yeah. So I had experimented with a couple different methods, but at this point in my life, that vibrating with back massager was the best thing that I could right? You better be prepared because I may have to do something that's illegal completely. I'm tripping still. Welcome to the Cult League Podcast. Well, obviously. Yeah, you want to hear the story? No, son. You're not bothered. Horrible Oreo. You just like look back and fall. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck does that even mean? I would usually just wait till everyone was asleep, right? Yeah. This one time, I don't know what I was thinking. My door was wide open, and I just laid out on the floor in my bedroom. It's like spread eagle towards the door. And my sister's room is right next to my room, right? So, sitting there doing my thing. At this point in our lives, we didn't have anything to look at, right? We're just yeah. we're just getting off from the, the sensation, you know? Yeah. I'm not even thinking about boobies. I'm just, you're just doing it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm just laying out, lay, laid out, spread eagle, massager on my dick. <laughs> and... I'm like, oh, my parents are asleep, you know, no one's going to walk in on me right now. And I hear the bathroom door close. Well, the bathroom door was literally right across from my door where I'm spread eagle. So I hear the door, the bathroom door close and I pop up, I put everything away and my sister comes out of the bathroom, goes back into her room. Not sure if she saw me, but it's possible. (laughs) That's one of those things you probably got a glance. It was just like, oh, shit, I can't acknowledge Maybe, like, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. It was too awkward. Obviously, it was too awkward for me to bring up. I wasn't going to bring you, it up. You brought up. But I, I lived for, like, a year probably in worry that she had seen me. <laughs> it's safe to assume she probably did. Let's go back to junior high. Maybe even before junior high. Maybe. Maybe you're 12, maybe you're 13, maybe you're on the cusp of puberty. When did you discover porn? Not all at once. Let's, let's, start, with, let's start with Skinner first. Yeah. <clears throat> let's see. Mine must have been sixth grade. We had these, uh, this, these, this, these twins in my cult sack. Uh-huh. And uh, and I don't know how I don't know how it came up, but we we went up. They, their parents up in their upstairs master bedroom. They had a 
like a, you know, like the, the TV built into the entertainment center deal. Yeah. And they had all kinds of nasty shit on top. Or so, just, just in the, was this a back room? This or is like no, no, no. Room? Like in the, in the master bedroom. Master oh, bedroom. Okay. On top of the entertainment center. They yes. just had their stash. How so, nasty. Yeah, just, so they had. Just like, uh, just displayed out, like, it's like their book collection. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, and they were deaf. I mean, I don't know that that really adds anything to it, but. That makes um, it even more creepy. Interesting. But they had this, this, we found this big old dildo. I'm not entirely sure I knew what that was at that age. But uh, the first porno I ever watched was up there. Nasty Nurses. Is, is deaf porn any different than normal? <laughs> Did you have to use Braille? <laughs> I mean, were they signing during... I feel like the noises would make me a little weird. Y'all got off the same. How dirty were those signs that they were doing, right, Jones? <laughs> The earliest story that I can remember is my cousin Bleep and I, uh, we were at my mom's, my mom's cousin's in Vegas and we were probably like, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. And we were staying up after everybody went to bed and we found like some booze in their pantry. And so we're like, yeah, let's drink this. And we're flipping through channels and they had like, you know, pay-per-view stuff. So we just like bought porn on the TV. <laughs> Dude, that, that is some, That's that is some rich kid privilege right there. Well, it was also like drunk 11 year old, like not knowing what you're doing in the consequences. Yeah, the comment stands. Part. Yeah. No, I think that's less. I think that's less like ballsy and more just ignorant. You don't know that somebody's going to get the bill. Yeah, so we well, but so your mom, your mom's so gonna we, find it and think it's just your dad, or your dad's gonna find it and just like <laughs> be too embarrassed to bring it up, right? No, so well, so this is in Vegas, it's like somebody else's house, no. and so I like I remember the drinking part more because I think that was one of the first times like that I got drunk and like can remember it, and so like I remember being, you know, we 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 like ordered porn on the TV. I don't really remember the porn or anything, but. I remember like we went up to the bedroom and like it was like I remember he was in one bed I was on the other side of the room and like just I remember like spinning and thinking it was hilarious and I'm surprised we didn't wake anybody up like just being dumbasses but then I remember like a month later you know you'd forgotten about it at this point you've moved on in life and I come home from school one day and my parents are in the kitchen and they're like yeah we need we need to talk Oh, and I was like, and all oh. I can think is like, oh yeah. God, I said something to some teacher, or you know, like Here I'm thinking I did something That's at school that day. And they're like, yeah, so uh, you know, so and so got got their uh, their cable bill, and I'm like, what? What do you like? What? What do you have? What are you talking to me about their cable? Like, what does that mean? Like, I'm, like I just I was that dumb. Like. Yeah. And they're like, and, and then they're like, yeah, oh no, trouble too, don't worry. And I was like, mm, oh, okay, I get it now. You know, like it just, like, yeah, it was just complete ignorance, like Chris said. Like, we just had no idea, you know, no idea what we were doing, just being stupid. And so, Minnesota Twins.
clubhouse. I was like 14, traveling with my dad. I got to meet Kirby Puckett before he died. Ooh, cool, yeah. man. Remember, I like him. Yeah. yeah, and I felt like a real asshole because <clears throat> – so I get to meet him. You know, we're in Minnesota. <laughs> we're in the clubhouse. My dad's like he, – he's in the clubhouse talking to some of the guys. And my dad's like, hey, you know, why don't you meet my son? And shake his hand. I'm looking at him. And he had been hit in the face. So one of his eyes was like dead, like he had a lazy eye. And <laughs> that's that part of why he had to retire is because like he only had vision in one eye. So he, uh, you know, he says, hey, great to meet you. And I'm looking at the eye that's like looking past me somewhere. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm 14, but I'm just, I vividly remember this because I look, I'm looking at that eye and I shake his hand. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's great to meet you. This is awesome. And, and I thought he's looking past me. So I like look over my shoulder and there's nobody behind me. And I turn around and I look at the other eye and he's looking right at me. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Just immediately realized. Like, felt like such a jerk. Anyway, on that same trip, that's when, like, you know, the team that my dad was on, it was just a bunch of dudes in their 20s. You know, my dad's the old guy, but there was just a bunch of dudes from like 20 to 25 on that team. Uh -huh. And so they like put on one of those movies one day. And like, I just vividly remember some, like, somebody gets hit by a train and then some dude's like climbing up a like he's gonna work on some high uh I don't know if it was a telephone tower or what but he just he like gets to this point and the wind's blowing him around and he's like he's trying to hang on and doesn't and like you know you see some of that stuff and it like they fall and it's like they fall behind some trees or some bushes or something like mm -hmm. no no he didn't no. he just fell no. right in front of the camera just right in front of the camera just right. and I'm like what are they watching and then it immediately cuts to um what was the 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 figure skater that beat the other figure skaters ass Tanya Harding Tanya Harding yeah. yeah it immediately cuts into like a porn of her and like <laughs> the only reason the only reason I remember this because like I'm standing there next to my dad and we're kind of in shock and like this comes on and I just remember he like grabs my head and like puts me in a headlock and he's like, what, what are we watching in here? And we just like walk out of the room. But I was just like, God, this is so awkward. You know, like, and, and I just remember thinking like, I'm 14, you know, he's the adult in my life, but all these other guys are professional athletes. Like they're also adults in my eyes, but they're like five, six years older than me. Some of them, yeah. you know, like they're 20, 21 years old. So, like, to them, they're still, I mean, they're just young guys. Like they, They've never seen that, like that before, probably. All right, Seth, what about you? Do you got any, uh, any discovery when you, when you first encountered well, the... Let me bring in a little enlightenment about me, fellas. Yes. I was pretty, uh, pretty good throughout my younger years. I was a youth group leader, went on a mission oh. trip. How young? Um, Dude, who do you think you're talking to here? We're like mission Since I think about 12, I was doing like the church camp stuff. 12 what? to like 13 or? Yeah. Oh, no, I went on a missions <laughs> trip with uh, Carlos before he came to our school. We started a church in Ireland. Sixth grade, seventh grade? No, that was, that was seventh, eighth grade. Okay. 
Um, probably was a youth completer till ninth, maybe. You're right. Yeah, I remember your uh, Basically, right around there is when I got one of my first jobs with my grandpa. Uh huh. He owned a uh, butcher shop. And I remember in the back in the bathroom, he had like a stack of nudie magazines. I remember looking at those every time I went and took a shit and be like, oh my God. <laughs> it was like old, dirty stuff, though, man. <laughs> and that's about as far as it went there. So you take like that 15 minutes. Like a meat shop, too. 15 minute dumps every time you go back there? Oh, yeah, at least a 10 minute. So, you, yeah, you, you developed irritable bowel syndrome when you were 13? Uh, no, that had to be when I was uh, 16. It was probably the first time I got, like, actually introduced to, like, a whole thing where I could look through it, not be bothered. Like, the first memory. Right. Finding the, the privacy to when you do find it is, is also the other challenge. I'm saying, you can't just find it and go, oh, yep, that was a good story. <laughs> right, I yeah. got in trouble, like, immediately. Like, Dustin was in. Walked through the clubhouse. That doesn't count. It's the one you bought on pay-per-view. You know, my parents, um, I think they were too afraid to ever approach me with it. Because they know I was able to find it. My dad had in his room, um, you know, back in the cable days, he had a black box. You guys know what that is? Or heard of that? So ca cable was not like uh, not like an advanced technology as it is today. Uh, the, the channels that you – you had to pay for pay-per-view, but the pay-per-view channels were there, but they were just in scrabbly like uh, – You had to unscramble them. Yeah, you had to unscramble them. So he had an unscrambler that he got yep. illegally, plugged it in, simplest setup, he, and he had it only in his room. So I think it was like the upper channels. Like I think it was like channel 69 was like the spice channel. That was just like, right. And then HBO, <laughs> HBO at 10 o'clock would just flip to, uh, to just soft core porn, right? Mm -hmm. Just big tip porn, music, all that. Um, <laughs> and my dad was notorious for like just, he would watch, he'd be watching TV in his room, sitting on this chair. And he was just being notorious for just like passing out and falling asleep. So he'd start a movie at like nine o'clock, nine thirty, pass out. The movie on HBO would not end it, at ten o'clock. It would just switch, and it would just go directly to whatever the show was. And so he'd be passed out in his room, door open, and we'd be walking in or peeking around the side, and there's just. You know, it would just be like a show going on, and my mom would walk in and be like, Paul! And just yell at him. And this would happen all the time when I had sleepovers. And uh, I remember when David slept over at my house when we were in junior high in our, in our back, uh, back guest room. We, uh -oh. The Scrabble was on there, but we didn't have the unscrambler. But the action was still taking place, right, Dave? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We'd stare, we'd stare at that scrambler like it was uh, <laughs> just just looking for a boob or something to pop up or, you know, hear something. You're like, there's a nipple. Got that it. Was, yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> no, I, I, I legit remember the, the good stuff that Alex had. It, it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't always, but it seemed, seemed like there was 
it seemed like there was always some good nudie bags that, that Alex had. And, but, but I legit remember Alex going like, all right, Skinner, like, like that's, we're, we got to cut it off here. Do, do some other stuff. Too much, <laughs> like, much whacking. I'll take a break here. Like, well, you, know, uh, you, you know how like uninteresting porn gets the moment you come? Oh, it's disgusting. You're it's disgusted just, with yourself. You're, you're like, as, especially as a kid. You turn it off immediately. Right. Done with this. Oh, yeah, especially as a kid, too. Like, like. Don't do that to the ladies. They hate it. You come, and then you're just watching, like, a dick in a vagina, just like the zoomed-in look. And you're just Ugh. like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Ugh. Turn it off. Turn it off. That's what I was doing with you. I was just like, hey, let's play, like, uh, let's play Mario or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm done over here. <laughs> I think that's everybody, though. You know what I mean? Like every every everybody's like that. It's, I mean, it wasn't just... me at 13. All right, well, you just kept going. <clears throat> yeah. We've all had our days too, you know. Oh man, wow. that, that reminds me. We used to watch a. This must have been. I can't remember exactly. Like. I think it was the summer between fifth and sixth grade when Dumb and Dumber came out, and and me and me and my buddy we'd we'd uh we'd always pause it when uh when uh what's yes. her name Mary Mary Swanson's when he when he would lift up her skirt <laughs> when he's dreaming and you, you see her ass. <laughs> so we would always pause it, and we watched that movie so many times and we paused it so many times that eventually you'd get to that scene and the the VHS would go all staticky. <laughs> Because like wore the tape down. You ruined it. <laughs> we ruined the scene. I've never heard that before. Yeah. That's amazing. That's good stuff. I remember the first boobs I saw were, uh, I think it was Starship Troopers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, That's that was a hot one. scene. That redhead girl. Yeah. I watched that scene over and over and over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Along with Nadia from American Pie. My dad found the American Pie VHS in my room. And when he put it in the, the player, it was right when Nadia was getting naked. <laughs> and so my dad takes it out and he's like, this is basically full on porn. <laughs> and of course, you know my dad, he smashed the shit out of it. <laughs> Dude, that was, a, that was a separate topic. That was like, a concern from like a lot of like uh, church leaders was that like, movies like every r movie and every pg-13 movie would basically have some sort of like hardcore pornography porn yeah be like in in 20 years like it's just all going to be pornography it's like okay (laughs) yeah good good call on that one they were right (laughs) sam brought up humping a pillow which (laughs) i wanted to bring i wanted to track back on because uh I mean, we all had our different ways of discovering how to masturbate and uh, just the, um, just the whipping it out and jerking. It always seemed like, seemed like too, too, much work. Too, too much work and like, it didn't seem like it was just a lot of like skin pulling that I wasn't comfortable <laughs> with. At a, you didn't have the muscle a, memory down yet. You, you, right. needed, you needed dinner and good conversation, didn't you, Alex? Pretty much. He didn't I know did, what he liked. That's the problem. It's like the show um, Big Mouth. That's really where that character oh, is like. Oh, yeah. He's humping his pillow and he has like this whole like relationship with it. But, and I, <laughs> oh, and I, yeah. And I, and I like, 
identify with that because that was that was basically me. I think Greg. I wish Greg was on the call because he said he was like a humper too. I was. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> Greg supposed to be on here? Yeah, I I know. I remember. I remember he mentioned that. But I yeah, we were I, gonna I, ban people. I was a humper. I was. I would like just ball up like blankets, hump, hump, uh, hump <laughs> pillows, and um, and I thought I was like real sneaky with it because mm. it's like, like I shared a bunk bed with my brother. I was on the top bunk, and it's just like, uh, like it would just be like a routine every night. I would just like fuck my sheets, pass out, you know, go to sleep. It was like the perfect uh, you know way to kind of end the day right and why it still yeah. is yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> still is right so i didn't my mom was putting my brother to bed he was about like eight or nine years old and um you know she was like laying down with him and i was just like up on the top bunk and i was just like okay i need to do this and i just figured <laughs> like i just figured that they would pass it off as me just like moving around and shuffling around so i'm just like i'm just humping my pillow right and then my mom, my mom could have said so many things. She could have said like, hey, you're shaking the bed. Hey, can you stop the movement? What she said was, hey, Alex, I know that feels good, but you're shaking the whole bed. <laughs> and it's just like, I just froze just in this like state. Like, I, and I just like did not like move for like, I was just like in this prone state, like, Oh my God, she completely burned me, man. <laughs> like, Shut your life. Totally, is, your life is over in that moment. Totally over. Like, Shut I, you I, down. I'm still recovering from it today. Cause it was just like, so brutal. Just like, just the ice, <laughs> the iciness of the whole thing. Just like, that was cold. All the thing that was cold, and so yeah, that was the only time I was like, "How old were you?" Probably twelve, maybe yeah. 11, 11 or twelve. You know I'm sure in her mind that was like the gentlest way to approach it, though. Oh, Dude. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys ever? So nice. She said it so nice. I know that feels good on your little dick. <laughs> 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 but you're shaking the whole bed. Do you, do you guys remember uh, that class trip that we took to uh, whatever that shitty little camp was in the middle of nowhere? It was like in New Mexico or some shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, we crossed the border. You might remember. Yankfest? Was it sophomore retreat? You talking about Yankfest? Yeah, when you guys saw, like, seeing who was Yankfest. You're cutting out. But, but yeah, Chris, that's, yeah, that was Yankfest. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're in the like the two rooms or whatever, the two cabins. And like, uh, everybody decides that they're like, I don't know, he's like telling everybody that we should have like a circle jerk, not pastor blank. Um, oh God. The more you say it. <laughs> have a circle jerk, and he's like trying to figure out where he can get bread from to make everybody jizz on it and then make the loser have to eat the bread. But he can't find bread. He can't find saltine crackers. And so everybody just decides, aside from, I'm probably pretty sure just me and Elliot. Um, oh, that, and, da and David. I did and, not participate. Uh, I was not here. Okay. Alex, you weren't there for that? No, I think I took, I think I decided to go snowboarding instead in, in Pine Top. That's uh, probably, a good, probably a good choice. Yeah. No, but, that was epic. 
so everybody's everybody's having this everybody except for the, the few people having this contest and everybody gets pissed at because he has this little like cut out like booby shot in his wallet and so everybody like he's <laughs> of cheating because he's got this like cheat material hidden in his he did win <laughs> <laughs> so yeah can, can we explain what yank fest was so like so it, it so, was a competition of who could come fast or who could come the fastest well no yeah was, when, when we were 15 loser, right when we were 15 and you guys were all facing each other no 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 no, no. we were not all facing each other oh, what's God. that it was bunk beds it, you're all in your am bunk i the bed. only one in this Everybody, call that was involved no oh. i was there i remember okay. i was there i, mean, I was not Greg was there it, yeah, yeah it was it, it was, was basically me. just like it was like a cabin full of like there's like four sets of bunk beds so there's like eight yeah beds. we were all in our separate beds and the, the, the goal was who's gonna who's gonna come fastest right uh -huh. there i, I don't there know was, if there was I an award there was a judgment on like size <laughs> <laughs> no no dicks were shown no dicks were seen like best in show <laughs> you didn't win but here's a consolation prize all I remember, good. all I remember is that we had a competition. Uh, whoever came first won, and that that was it. And all I, the only things I remember are, uh, the PJ having the little <laughs> cutout piece of paper with a booby on it. Right? <laughs> he he obviously wins because <laughs> he's got a booby to look at. <laughs> But I took the the piece of paper from him when he was done. <laughs> but so I thought I was going to be second, right? But then Greg goes second, like in a cup or something, <laughs> right? You guys had the weirdest, yeah. And then I don't know who was next, but when I finally finished, I just stood up from the bed and I was just like, I finished, and it was all over my shirt and everything. <laughs> everyone was like oh my god and then we walked through the door we're like announcing to everybody oh we just had a jack-off contest <laughs> in the other room and i just remember elliot and david face they were just like in horror because i'm sitting there like this look at my shirt <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> For real? Pretty sure that's when their room shut off our toilets. Because <laughs> after that. that, it got bad. <laughs> I, just, I just remember being so, like, disgusted when <laughs> proposed that everybody jerk off on a piece of bread and the loser had to eat it. <laughs> and oh. I was like, because, like, it's I think the limp biscuit, bro. I think you guys biscuit. were in, like, that's what a limp biscuit is. The two the two cabins were like connected. They had like the door that went between them. And I think you guys were all in the other cabin and it was like yep. me and David's whatever. But like we could hear the whole thing and just hearing like he like proposed this and like try to find out where he bread. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Who actually snuck up to that like little clubhouse with the girl? We all did, right? It was me, Dustin, you, Crystal was in there and a bunch of other people we got and then busted us dustin's dad came up and was like uh, what are you guys doing in here <laughs> we what? were trying to start like we were trying to start like 
truth or a, dare a truth or we or were dare playing, shit or something yeah man. we might have been already playing it yeah, i think we were trying, trying to, to get a pop sure. but but good old jones popped in and was just like nah Damn. this isn't happening he knew exactly what we were doing we got busted it was like it was like three guys four guys and two girls he knew he knew what was happening that's that's like the biggest takeaway from being a parent now is all the things that we thought we were getting away with knowing <laughs> we were not getting away with any not, of it. nothing <laughs> like it just makes me laugh and it's to your point alex about like your parents don't bring up anything neither did mine Mm-hmm. And like, unless they absolutely had to, because it like hit them in the face, and it's still to this day. Like, I mean, there's there's no conversation about like, hey, remember that time? You know, like that just does not happen. It's very interesting to think about, like, to Alex's point about, you know, now that you have kids, talking to them about it, and like, yeah, I'm not not looking forward to having those conversations with my kids. I mean, definitely not. You said you you had a story about that, Alex, right? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I have both both my kids have phones. My 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 daughter's twelve. My son will be ten in September. Uh, so I got them both iPhones because they can, you know, they go to friends' houses a lot. It just it's been helpful to keep in touch. Uh, and and we have all the parental settings on it. I can see everything they look at everything on youtube and um i mean my wife and i went through like our my son's like ipad and his phone just looking at his search history and youtube just just because youtube is all he has access to and it's not even like the kids youtube because the kids youtube is like too much he likes video games and Fortnite and all that so he wants to Mm -hmm. watch like he watches so much like just guys just talk about video games or play video games. It's it's just the stupidest shit, but that's just right. what he's into. <laughs> but uh I he did he did look up like just big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't and he's and he told me he's like he's like he didn't click on a video. He's like, I saw the thumbnail. That was enough for me. I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, what do you think about that? He's like, he's like, well, it's there, dad. And then my daughter was like, it's like, she's like, yeah, I, I know how to turn off the parental settings and I know how to find stuff. She's like, I've looked up stuff on, just so you know. Oh my God. Like, so, so it's like an area where I can't, I can like set some parameters. Set some but they're going to get around it. They're going to get around it. So my daughter's not too much into that stuff. I mean, I'm sure she'll wonder what a dick feels like soon enough. But <laughs> good God. I mean, at least but, she's being honest. Right, right. But it's like I, I don't want her to be in a spot or even my son to where they can't um come to me with anything. Uh I, I just wanna equip them with knowledge and equip them with like, hey, have some self respect. Have some, just know that none of this is, all of this is just a performance. All of this is, none of this is real. Don't let this, and I was talking to my son and I was, I was like, I was like, you know, when it comes to like sex, this isn't really sex. Like, and he's like, don't say that word, dad. Don't say that word. <laughs> I was like, okay, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. But I know everything that you ever look at, just know that if there's any questions that you have, and he has asked me questions too. Like, he's like, what is masturbating? And I was like, 
I was like, and my, and my wife was texting me and she was like, I can't deal with this, Alex. Like my kids are becoming, are growing up too fast. They're not babies. I can't talk to them about this. You need to do that. And we had watched, we had watched some movies recently during the quarantine. We went through all the uh, Farley Brothers movies, like Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, and then even some of the raunchier ones, like Me, Myself. No, we didn't watch Me, Myself, and Irene, but we watched um, There's Something About Mary. And there's a scene where Ben Stiller is is waxing the Winnebago, flogging the dolphin. Pre-gaming it. Pre-gaming it. Pre-gaming it. And he's looking at, uh, he's looking at Victoria's Secret ads. And, uh, and my son is, and he's just whacking it. And then it has the, the sound effects and all. And my son is like, what is he doing? What is he do? What is going on? Like he was so like confused, like what is going on? Cause he couldn't see it. And we're like, he's rubbing his, he's rubbing his little penis, man. He's just rubbing his penis. And then gotta has, introduce him to the pillow. And then it has, then then he comes, then Ben Stiller comes on his ear, and Cameron Diaz thinks it's hair gel. Right. She puts it in, and stinks. And he's asked. So we got home. I was like, so I heard you had a question. I was like, he's like, and he, he he was too embarrassed to say the question. I was like, you want to know what masturbation is? He's like, yeah. It's like, okay. It's when you rub your your little dingling. It's when you rub your dick, and hair gel comes out. And he's like, okay, I understand. <laughs> It's like, okay. Any any other questions? You know who to ask. And, and you you still have years to go. Oh Cause, yeah, because he is still young. <laughs> oh for sure, for sure. But it's like, fair <laughs> joke. I I could tell him my experience and be like, yeah, I I dove into that stuff. I I I like I. It, it's like porn is like it's always going to be there. It's never going to like go away. It's like government can't like enact a a law and just outlaw it. Uh, not if Alabama has anything to do with it. Yeah, they can certainly try, but it's 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 always just it's always just going to be there. So you have to and that, instead of controlling like at some point they'll tax it. Sure, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Like 20, 20 years from now, your son Sonny's gonna be making a podcast with his buddies. Like, yeah, I just could never use hair gel for some reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <for> real. <laughs> Scarred me for years. Yeah. The point is just like equip them with knowledge, equip them with like the reality of it, instead of just trying to protect them from the inevitable happening and just avoid it because they are going to find it, they are going to do it. Well, so. and for sure, that's that's like what we've talked about so many times. Like we all grew up so sheltered by people that they thought they were, you know, doing the best thing, and that was what they thought was the best idea for us was just to keep us sheltered. But then, like, all you're doing is hearing it from people that they probably don't want you to hear it from. Or, you know, you're being exposed yeah. to things that, like, it'd be better if they were just, like, open about it. Like, hey, this is out there. And, like, this is what it is. And you're going to have a choice to make and right. hopefully make the right choice. Right. You know, just face it like that versus just yeah, acting like, oh, you can just not do it and not be around it. And, like, well, okay. Or I'm going to go to college one day. and everybody there is going to be doing drugs and you know like and, and you're you're telling me that i'm just not allowed to talk about it so then what you know like how do i respond to that and, right i mean the, the point about expectations is good because i mean i don't want my son to like grow up and be like all right this is what we do with sex we start off with oral 
We move on to doggy <laughs> style. We do a couple minutes of missionary, and then I come on her face, and that's how it's supposed to go. And if it doesn't go like that, then I'm disappointed. And it's just like, what I hope that they learn is, is that, that like, not how it goes for you guys. Yeah, you guys don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be for you guys. I don't know. I mean, it, it, we we have we have to make it what how it sounds a little for us. easy. Sounds pretty routine. <laughs> actually, the, the 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 process I laid out actually sounds boring, right? Sometimes you got to stretch. Tell me about it. But like, especially my son, I, 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 I know it's a long way off, but it's so terrifying to think about it, and it's right around the corner for you, Alex. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm terrified for my daughter. My son will be yeah, fine. My son will be fine. You know, he's he's smart. My daughter's smart. But I'm terrified for the boys that come after my daughter. You know what I mean? Right. Terrified for. It might be like you. <laughs> and that's that's the the other thing about porn, where it's it's just kind of like it's kind of like a turnoff thinking about, you know, what if my daughter ever like got into something like this? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. I would fucking die. I would well, literally just, I, I mean, would that, literally that, just that die. Would, that right would there. be the end of your porn watching experience in your life. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's right? it harder be... and harder to watch yeah. as time goes on, as she gets older and older. Oh, and that's like, that's what I'm saying. So like you think about, everybody in their 30s, 40s, whatever, you know, as we're growing up and they've all had kids and that's exactly the perspective that they're coming from. Right. So like when they, when they sit there and think like, you know, shut down all porn, it's all bad. And like, they have no, they have no way to like think about it through any other lens. You know what I mean? They, right. they can't relate because they've had kids for so long and, mm -hmm. you know, nieces and daughters and, you know, just like, cause I mean, I just, even recently, I remember somebody out here was sharing, you know, like on Facebook or something was sharing some stat about like all these missing girls that like they think are ending up in porn or something like that. And I was like, that is pretty shitty. You know, like, yeah. I mean, can you just, I mean, you can't imagine, you know, that, and it does, it just takes like, it takes any, it, again, when you're young, it's all, it's, it's new. You don't know what it is. You're just, it's mostly curiosity and you're just like, you know, anything different. You're like, Oh, what is it? But like, as you get older, it's like, yeah, I'm not really interested in that. Like, cause that's probably somebody's kid. Right. You know, exactly. Like, it's something they can't that's somebody's all daughter. Be, yeah. They well, can't well, all Well, thanks for like, ruining porn for me, Jones. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all over. I'm just kidding, Skinner. They all, Skinner. they all really want you to jerk off to them. It's all over until, you know, an hour from now. <laughs> every, Skinner, every time you're going to go look at porn, just think about your daughter. Oh, my God. <laughs> it won't stop me, Sam. Oh, yeah. Well, I will say, like, as a father, your, your relationship with your daughter is, is huge, you know, and, and her, like, not finding comfort or... Um, acceptance or validation through other boys um, you know and for, for those of you that have daughters yeah to to invest in even it's kind of like uh, dating your wife you know uh, to take them out and to to be, be involved on an emotional level I'm not I'm not afraid for my daughter she's pretty smart and pretty uh, 
I mean, she has other goals in her life that she wants to stay focused on and she's not boy crazy at all, but I mean, she does like boys. I mean, she has crushes on different guys here and there, you know, different TikTok right. personalities and here and there. And it's just like, dear yeah, God, I, dude, it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> but when I compare where she's at now with where I was, or even, you know, with her mother, where, where she was, it's like, she's, she's like already like <laughs> way better than us, you know, in so many ways. So it's just like, just stay on this course, you know, learn, you know, don't be afraid to make mistakes, but just have some self-respect, have a goal in mind and it's, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> well, and I think, yeah, I think like what you're saying makes sense too. I mean, it's no different than, um, talking to like people who are looking to get into shape, like, like physical fitness, like, like you can't just only cut shit out. Like, Oh, I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this. Like you have to add things into it. And so like, like, I think when you have like your kids focused on goals and focused on things they want to do, mm -hmm. it just, they don't get caught up in things that are just filling time. Right. And that's what I think a lot of that like bullshit does is like, it just gets you sidetracked because you're like, you're not really interested in anything in particular. You're just going for whatever feels good at the time or like your friends are doing or, you know, whatever. And you don't have that like drive to know, like, this is what I want to go do. And that's keeping me from doing it. Or that has, that doesn't align with what I want to accomplish. So, I mean, I think you're on the right track as far as, again, I don't, I don't, I don't have a daughter to raise, but I mean, same thing with the boys is like, yeah you know, I think about getting them into sports or getting them into something that they're good at and just like pushing that as much as possible, you know, not to be the, you know, the asshole dad that doesn't let them have a, a social life, but just to get them keeping busy on something that they're good at and that they, that they enjoy so that they don't focus on, you know, getting into trouble or, you know, potential trouble or whatever else. So. I mean, I'm I'm anti anybody trying to say you can't express yourself in the way you want to. So, the fact that we got so like pushed down into like a square round hole box mm -hmm. by our chapel and everybody saying what was <laughs> right, what was wrong, and it's all baby baby boomer like mentality. Like literally I got more detentions than anybody, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. I had to move a stack of rocks from one spot to another <laughs> at one point on a Saturday school. This was after the mission trip days, I take it. Uh, no, this was during, because I was still rebellious. <laughs> but I had that righteous anger. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the old where I would I would call get the, our old principal to go, let's pray about it, and for him to get mad about it and say no, he'd be like, who's the mature person? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, man, nobody should tell you how you should express yourself or live your life, and the fact that you're guided, like you guys say with your kids. 
you all you want to do is give them the general idea of right and wrong and guide them to make the right decision. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, once they get to the certain age, you've got to rely on what you told them and that they listened. Mm -hmm. So being able to be confident that they heard what you said is all on them being able to respond to you, not trying to make them do things, but have understanding of guidance. Hmm. And that was one of the faulty problems with the school. They said that, I mean, we got literally in trouble for not wearing belts. Like it became, uh, I got called in as a ringleader of a gang at one point with khaki clothes. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Like, I what wish are Chris you talking about? You always untuck your shirt. Like, well, I hate to have my shirt tucked in. So, I don't know why that makes me a gang member. You there you go. Chapel member. But the baby boomer generation was extremist. And we don't need extreme. We just need understanding. Guidance. Thank you for listening to the Cult League Podcast.
busted in the room super early in the morning was like all right guys where's the porn 